Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. climate change or global warming or the earth is going to somehow implode or explode for many, many decades, many, many generations. Today's iteration, of course, is climate change is what we're calling it. You can't call it global warming. If you do, then you're in trouble. I've got Kay Smythe, Cray News with Kay on a Tuesday this week. Uh, Kay, first of all, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. You and I have talked on the air and off the air about this topic. I find your knowledge to be vast and pretty amazing. I also find it kind of interesting, well, more than interesting, it's intriguing to me that the media narrative is, it must be that you believe the far left green idiots or else you should be canceled and uh, disconnected to society. Excommunicated, period, end of story. And to that end, you've got an exclusive tonight on The Daily Caller, and it's up by now, now that we're airing this interview. Um, go to thedailycaller.com and go check it out or, or follow K on uh, social media that talks about Media Matters targeting a very, probably the biggest podcaster on the planet because of so-called climate change. Take it from there. That's a great setup, Joe. Yeah, so basically my exclusive tonight, where do I even begin? So let's let's do this chronologically. So last week, I'm sitting there browsing Twitter, and I see that my friends, or a number of my friends, actually, who all work in sort of like cool, like they like do conspiracy content, they sort of debunk interesting things on, you know, like from history. There's yeah. a chap called AJ and Hecklefish from the Y-Files channel on YouTube. And then Jimmy Corsetti, who is also known as Bright Insight, who's a very regular sort of uh, face then, if you will, on Joe Rogan. He's got a huge show of his own on YouTube. Um, all these guys were talking about uh, something called pole shifts. So, pole shifts. I, I want to make sure that because you, with your accent, it sounds like you might have cursed. Pole shifts is what shifts. you're saying. Shifts. Yeah. Pole shifts. It could have been polar bears after a big meal. No, this is. Yes, it could have been. This is pole <laughs> shifts. Um, and by the way, all the people that you mentioned, and I've seen these these uh, interviews and these videos that you do with them, um, they're very, very interesting to listen to. You don't have to agree with them, but man, they bring up some stuff. Go ahead. That's the whole point, right? It's like the stuff that they bring up is not what's being brought up in mainstream academic science, except for yes. pole shifts. So within the sort of area of so-called climate change that uh, we're taught about in school that I was taught about when I was at university studying this uh, is sort of all these different things that scientists think, think could contribute to a shifting climate. So pole shifts are one of those. And when I say pole shifts, I don't mean like the Arctic suddenly becomes the Antarctic. I mean, like the poles within our electromagnetic fields switch. And there's okay. been a little bit of evidence to suggest that those shifts have been tied to fluctuations in climate. Uh, the national, like the NAH, they've published papers referencing this kind of stuff. But I would say it's sort of a part of climate science that 
hasn't really been investigated enough to say whether it's accurate, but it's also sort of one of those parts of climate science that most people don't want to fund research for because we as human beings are inherently limited in our creativity and our mindset when it comes to sort of like physics and geology. We're, we're sort of myopic in that sense. And so, yeah, last week I'm sitting there on Twitter and I see Jimmy Corsetti and the Y-Files just going off about pole shift theory. And I'm like, okay, what's triggered these guys today? Like, how did I not know about this before Twitter? And I look and Media Matters and The Verge had both published articles essentially describing. Now, this is where things get really convoluted, Joe. So Jimmy went on the Joe Rogan podcast and uh, Joe brought up or he brought up this one almost like niche area of pole shift theory. Like if you think of science as a spectrum, you've got the big spectrum, which is climate change, the small spectrum, which is pole shift that kind of leads to that. Now, what Jimmy was talking about is an area or a hypothesis, if you will, within pole shift theory that was actually, true story, covered up by the CIA. That's a whole other kettle of fish we'll get into another day. Okay. called the the Adam and Eve theory. It doesn't really have anything to do with the uh, book of Genesis. It just happens to be called the Adam and Eve theory. And by the way, let me just stop you for for a second. So everything that you're saying so far is being said in America, right? The United States of America. Yes. Jimmy and Joe Rogan, it's all in the U.S. Everything that I'm describing is happening in America. So they have free speech is what I'm getting at. They have free speech. They're allowed to say it. They are. And they're not like um, they're not like saying grab a gun and go shoot somebody in the face. They're just talking about some climate pole shifting thing that I've never heard of before. So so far we're fine. Suddenly the Verge and Media Matters have an article about it? Yeah, and they're saying that Joe Rogan and his guests, like Jimmy and other people on the internet, are spreading dangerous misinformation about a conspiracy climate change theory. And it's the most absurd thing that they've ever read. And all of these men are dangerous because they are spreading this information. So I'm like sort of reading both of these articles and I'm like, well, actually, climate change, we can all like discuss and debate, like who cares? I don't really care at this point, you know. Uh, Pole shift theory validated science we know for a fact that the poles do shift what we you can't say that, don't you? know what we don't know is what happens when our poles shift that okay. hasn't literally hasn't been enough research to say what happens thirdly the hypothesis that's being discussed this it's like it's like saying that you have a big story about like the nba okay. and you're pitching Airbud as a work of uh non-fiction this is okay. how ridiculous it is so they're, they're talking about a niche theory that was literally part of a book that was censored by the CIA. And um, I will be linking to a video again on uh, my Twitter tonight that expands on this. It's absolutely fantastic. Highly recommend everyone watch it. And so I'm reading these articles. And, and what this really comes down to, Joe, is Media Matters and The Verge. I've got two writers who don't know their, well, we we have a different phrase. Oh, I guess I can say it. Who don't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to climate science. Good chance, that, good chance that's the thing. Or? Or 
you, you they're literally trying to take down you, Joe Rogan, and this right. is the start of well, it. Let's, so let's be honest, and, and I, 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 I tried to throw you a softball, and I think you thought I, I was tricking you. I wasn't. Um, uh, or they're trying to take down Joe Rogan. They've been trying to take down Joe Rogan ever since he dared have like Peter McCullough on and Dr. Malone on and, and, and Corsetti on. How dare he do anything that is outside of our lane, outside of what we allow, outside of what narrative it is that we've been pushing since we our inception uh, at Media Matters or The Verge or The Atlantic or whatever. That's really what it is, right? He's stepped out of line. We now must take him out. Absolutely. And it actually gets way more insidious than this, Joe. So, okay. Twitter might be getting banned in the EU, right? Like that's that's a big story that I wrote up today. Uh, apparently the EU, a lot of these unelected individuals have come up with a set of rules that uh, Elon Musk isn't complying with because he allows free speech on Twitter. So that happened. Uh, we had under the Biden administration, I also read a report today and I can't remember exactly the sourcing for it off the top of my head, but it was on Million Voices. Uh, essentially, the Department of Homeland Security awarded over 40 million in grants to organizations and to universities and institutions across America, essentially laying the groundwork to start seriously labeling and starting the socialization normalization process of labeling Christians and conservatives as terrorists. Now, to put in perspective, that social mindset is actually kind of already grounded in Europe. Like when you go to any, like you can get dropped in anywhere in Europe. And I guarantee the first person you walk up to, unless you're in certain parts of Italy, because Italy's great. Uh, the first person you walk up to, if you ask them about climate change, if you ask them about Donald Trump, if you ask them about uh, kids' gender rights, if you ask them about pretty much anything on the progressive spectrum, they're going to basically go with what the progressives say. Now, I'm not saying that's the same for everyone in Europe, but it is sort of socially normalized. And I know this because I was raised through that system and I was socially normalized to it until I moved to California and was like, oh, wow, this doesn't work at all. Everything was a lie. Um, I'm an idiot. How naive I was. And so when you've got like government officials investing in disinformation campaigns to essentially start labeling people like you and I, Joe, people like you and I as terrorists, and then we start, start seeing the drip feeding basically taking aspects of Joe Rogan's work, manipulating it to fit a narrative that would essentially, yeah, to a lot of progressives, label Joe Rogan as disinformation. But here's here's the real, here's why this was an exclusive though, Joe, and these other stories I'm talking about weren't. Okay. So the author of the article with The Verge contacted Jimmy Corsetti and said, hey, I'm writing the story her email is in my piece. You can read it in full tonight. Uh, could, like she basically asked him, like, do you want comment on this? So he sent back a slew of sources. He sent back a bunch of information saying, like, essentially, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here. He's like, okay, but everything you asked me about is part of valid science, but it's also like these clips are showing a very small part of a conversation we had about something that isn't actually a conspiracy theory because the CIA did try and classify documents related to this one hypothesis within pole shift theory. But I'm not sitting here saying that it's like completely validated science at all, but they both, 
both outlets wrote their full articles completely ignoring this statement from Corsetti and saying, no, they all think it's valid science. They all think that this is real and they're trying to spread misinformation. And I'm there like, well, I've got the receipts that prove that he didn't right. say that to you, which would have completely debunked your article and made it redundant in the first place. So you just decided to, well, one of the articles, I think, put that in and then framed it around him walking back his like statements. And he was like, that is completely factually inaccurate. I am not walking back my statements. I'm literally just describing something that exists regardless of whether I talk about it or not. And since this is a free country, I'm going to talk about it. Okay, so, well, yeah. I've got to jump in here. Let, let me, uh, it's Case yeah, Smythe. Go, go to K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E on social media, casemythe.com. Follow her everywhere. Check out this exclusive. It's out there on social media now. It's uh, with the Daily Caller where she's a news and commentary writer. The, the part yes. you told me about what's happening in Europe really does jump out at me. Now, I haven't been to Europe since 1982. And yes, 1982 was very Christian. It was very conservative. Just it wasn't what it is today. I mean, 40 years later, it's very different. And you're right. There have been, uh, there's been a generation or two since then. And th- those generations have been brought up with this stuff, this narrative, force-fed, indoctrinated on their brains to where they really believe it. You can argue with people all day in Europe. And they're going to believe exactly as you said, they're going to believe. They can't do it here. I mean, they're doing it, but it's taking a much longer time because they don't have the control they want. So they now have used the word terrorist. They've now used the words uh, dangerous or violent on things that aren't any of those things. Christians are not terrorists. They are not dangerous or violent because of their Christianity. Are there bad Christians? Sure, few. Are there are there really good ones? Of course. Are there bad Muslims? Yep. Are there bad Jews? Sure. Uh, but but in general, if you believe in a higher power, you believe in, in humanity, you're not a terrorist just because you follow a certain religion. That's just what I just said is fact, and that can be taken to the bank. So is it your opinion as somebody from Europe, you're all Welshy and stuff, is it your opinion that that's what they're trying to do here? They're just having a harder time because of the Constitution, because we believe that God gave us these rights. Um, I think they're actually doing a really good job of it here when you look at uh, not a majority of young people, but certainly uh, coastal city dwellers. Um, you've pretty much got it. Like when I lived out in California, other than oh, we we're having this debate at work the other day, what defines affluent? And someone said families making 200K a year. And I was like, oh, bless your heart. Um, but uh, Not in California, know. that's that's like middle class, isn't it? That's like, you can't even, you'd never buy a house at 200K right. in California. Like, no, you can, you can just about scrape by and survive maybe. But I would say other than um, actually super affluent people, so people sort of making that like $10 million plus per year, um, they sort of understand that like cons- being conservative is better for the country, more from sort of a fiscal perspective, right. but socially. And that's that's really what we're talking about here, Joe, is like it's social normalization. It's not necessarily legal. You've got to sort of like. Well, basically, what they're doing is they're leading the lambs to slaughter and then convincing the lambs to convince them to be slaughtered, if that makes any sense. Yes, so it does. When it comes to these sort of uh, democratic strongholds, if you will, the normalization process is going incredibly well, like terrifyingly well. Um, Most young people are dealing with mental health issues. A lot of that stems from sort of uh, like an addiction to phones, uh, an addiction to basically othering. So sort of this idea that 
you see people on social media and uh, you're not going to look quite like them. You're not going to be quite like them. You're not going to be as good as them. And it's sort of like, oh, you're the other like, you know, you're the you're the lesser. So that kind of like mental health thing. And then they tell you, oh, yeah, you can change your gender to feel better. Oh, you know what it takes to be an anarchist in this day and age? Uh, it takes uh, supporting child gender mutilation. It takes supporting multi-billion dollar companies who are exploiting you all in the name of a completely false misconception of what climate change is. Uh, yeah, I'll give over my freedoms if it means that we can save all the sweet little bunny rabbits, blah, 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 blah. Like that, that's completely normalized in a bunch of major cities and a bunch and, and amongst huge populations in America. It's not the majority, yeah. but I sort of go back to Joe, like, look how many people got the vaccine. Yeah, I mean, uh, tons did. And, and many of them, thankfully, are now regretting it. Regretting it means they're learning and they're still open to hearing the truth. But you're right in many ways. But I'm really glad there are organizations like, you know, Young Americans, you're, you're, you're gonna, uh, organizations like TPUSA. There are people like you that are writing for a, a great outlet uh, and also doing other work as well. You're young. You're about the age of uh, two of my daughters. They're smart. They're enlightened. They get it. They're not falling for the indoctrination. I think we still have a chance. Whereas I think in Europe, as you said, unless you're like right next to the Vatican, they probably believe the same thing. So um, I love that you're exposing this. Expose the expose the Verge, expose Media Matters, which is a garbage outlet. Expose Atlantic when they do it. Expose the Post when they do it. The New York Times. Expose them. Keep on doing that, and then back it up with fact, as you always do. And it's above reproach. And I love that you're doing that. There you oh, go. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. And that that's the other thing as well. It's like anyone can literally Google the stuff that Media Matters wrote about yeah. and realize that Media Matters and The Verge are the ones who are doing the lying. It's just, it's so absurd to me, Joe. Like they actually think we're that stupid. They do. They, 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 take for, they take for granted that we're that stupid. But then again, we've got people like you and, and me to a degree uh, who are exposing it every single day and telling, no, 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 that's not what happened. Blue is actually blue. It's not green. And, and yeah. we have to keep doing that. It is uh, Casemines. Go to Casemines.com. Go follow her everywhere and check out this exclusive tonight. Thank you for talking about it here, Kay. Appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. I hope I did a good job. Go. Everyone needs to read the link. I got a bit ahead of myself with this one. I'm sure you did a very good job, and, and we'll report back to you after we read it. We appreciate you, Kay. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Make sure you stop by all the social. Check out the exclusive from the Daily Caller in Case Smythe about uh, media matters and so on. This is about to go Hi, Paul. What's going on? Are you a fan of that show, Succession? I am not. I don't, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. I've heard of it. I've just never seen it. Apparently, okay. the, the series finale just happened. Okay. And Rory Culkin, Macaulay Culkin's brother, is on the show. I guess there was a, uh, a shirt that he was wearing on the show and it's sold out at Walmart. Wow, I've never I've never even heard of the show. Yeah, it's it's just it's a plain blue shirt with like stripes on the on the sleeves. Nothing special about it, but just cuz you wore it, everybody had to have it. All right, that's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie and Joe. We'll see you on our bike. This is the Joe Pegg show.